This is Grow With Game Truck. Listen to us on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts. We'll be with you in just a second. Welcome in today. How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Steve, and I'm the marketing director over at Game Truck Franchising. I just want to welcome everybody in today to our brand new little podcast, shiny brand new. We're just kind of taking the ribbon off the present today, and uh, we want to kind of introduce you to uh, to each of our panelists. Every single week, the three of us will be joining uh, together to share insights and ideas and and really cool stuff all about how to be a franchise owner, uh, an entrepreneur, and specifically a, a franchise owner and how we look at franchising at Game Truck. So uh, a couple of special guests today. Before, before uh, we get into that, I just want to tell you a little bit about myself. Steve here. I, uh, I'm the marketing director of Game Truck. I've been here for about two years and uh, really, uh, really absolutely love this company. Uh, I've done everything from uh, social media to video to uh, uh, content creation. Uh, really, what I do is I try and help owners thrive and and drive leads and tell our story. That's really my main role with the company is a storyteller and just being there to continue to help owners be successful and uh, and and get their uh, get their leads going. So, without further ado. Um, we are going to go over to Kat, number two. Kat, how are you today? Good. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm very honored to be here. And I see you have a little baby there. Can we uh, get a little introduction? A little introduction to the baby. Let's go. Say we uh, definitely got the little pudgy cheeks going on there. <laughs> now, is that just one of uh, one of your babies, or do you have a couple more? Give us a little bit about your run down there. Yeah, yeah. So I have uh, three. And I actually have three under three. Um, so I think I was a little bit crazy and stupid at the same time. Um, <laughs> baby fever, you know, back to back. So, but yes, this is my youngest of three. Awesome. So if you, you hear any baby uh, noises out there in podcast land, just uh, just understand that we uh, we got a little baby on the show today and that's okay. Her name's uh, Little E, right? Little E. Right. Yeah. Well, if you hear the baby noises, it's definitely not Steve. So. God, God, goo, goo. Tell us a little bit about what you do here, Cat at Game Truck. Yeah, absolutely. So I am the social media uh, content creator. I design all of our graphics, uh, blogs, and um, TikTok videos, reels. Um, I do all of that. Um, and then I'm also one of the many moms that works here at Game Truck. Um, we have so many different moms from different walks of life and, you know, with kids from all different ages. Um, like I said, Evie is the youngest of the game truck kiddos. So <laughs> we are I definitely a family friendly company. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. And uh, and thank you, uh, Kat, for joining us. You're going to kind of provide the the mom perspective, the parent perspective on the show. Uh, you're going to give us a little bit of a rundown as to kind of what you do and uh, and how how we continue to grow our story with marketing and uh, and our and our our branding. And so, Scott uh, Scott Novus, no introduction needed for you. You are the founder and the CEO of the company. 
Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, kind of what your role might be here on the show. Well, um, it's kind of funny because there are some people that might need an introduction to me because <laughs> for a very long time, uh, I was reminded you had a hard time finding out that I had anything to do with the company because for me, it was always about the customers, the owners um, were first and foremost. And uh, I preferred to sort of like, no, it's not about me. However, I have learned over time that people do want to know um, and get to know the person that founded the concept. And so I'm, I'm here. Hello, Scott Novus, uh, founder of Game Truck. I have obviously the longest tenure of anybody in the company. Um, when we, I began thinking of this crazy idea in 2005, and we built our prototype in 2006, and we started franchising in 2008. So we are way into doing this. Um, 2008. That's a long time ago. It, it really. It, it's been a while, and. One of the things, the reason my impetus for doing this show is we see people want to get in this industry and um, it, it's not as easy as it looks. It definitely can be a fun business and it's fun to run, but you're buying a business, not a truck and a trailer. And what we wanted to do is get people good information to understand what it takes to be really successful because we believe in the data backs us up that we have the largest, most successful owners in of this concept anywhere. And that's what we think people are trying to buy success when they get into a franchise concept. So we wanted to share more really useful information about business ownership, entrepreneurship. Um, and our hope is that this is useful, whether you are interested in a game truck franchise or not. I often coach business owners that are trying to grow and scale their businesses to help them because this is, I like to joke, I sold my business a hundred times. <laughs> You know, so we've learned some things over the years. We've made some mistakes, um, but we've also developed some really great systems and attracted some phenomenal people. And so over the coming weeks, we want to share uh, what we've learned on the hopes that it helps you find a better future as a business owner, possibly a franchisee, or even you're starting your own business. Absolutely. And uh, before we kind of get into our topics today, how we think about ownership of game truck and the three core ideas that will help any entrepreneur grow. I just want to remind everybody that coming up how to grow successfully after you start your business. That's what we're going to talk about last on our segment today, how to grow successfully after you start your business. Doesn't matter if you're a game truck owner or not. Scott has some tips for you. That's going to going to really help you thrive and survive as you, uh, as you, you take ownership for whatever business you're trying to run. So stick around because at the end of this podcast, you're going to get some really awesome tips from a, a real veteran in the uh, entrepreneur industry and the franchise industry here. So from Scott. So, but first let's talk a little bit about how we think about ownership at game truck. Um, Scott, you mentioned a little bit about kind of how we've made mistakes, how we've learned from our mistakes. Tell me a little bit about kind of what it takes and how we think about ownership at game truck. Well, I think one of the things, um, let me kind of start with the framework and even early on from the very beginning is a lot of owners start with the concept, you know, and, and game truck is a concept. Uh, uh, we take this magic living room on wheels, pull it in front of your kid's house. It's like a big RV. Um, and they pile inside and play video games for hours. And that became, um, I wanted to recapture the energy of the old arcade of playing the best games with your best friends in a private environment. 
um, that would just be effortless and fun. It would just be turnkey. We would show up and play. And that was the goal. And I think a lot of times when we think about businesses, we get fixated on the, the thing of it. We think of the car, the phone, uh, a pen, whatever sure. we're into that is our business, whether even if it's a service like, oh, here's how we clean houses or here's um, how we provide restoration services. The thing of what we're doing captures our imagination. And what I learned over time is business franchising is business systems licensing. You are licensing a system to make money. And that visible part that you can touch and a customer would buy from you and all those great things are one tiny component of what it takes to be successful. And what I want to explore and widen your lens are the other things that you need. So game truck, I'm going to use a driving model. So I'm going to use, let's pick a pickup truck. You're going to drive a truck. There's three things that go into being able to be a great driver. One, you got to have equipment. We all get that, right? The systems, right? You need to have a vehicle. Number two, you need skills. Because if you go buy yourself a pickup truck, there's nothing in that truck that will teach you how to drive. Even if you grab the owner's manual, read everything in the owner's manual, it's all about the operation of the vehicle. But the capacity to drive that vehicle does not reside in it. You have to learn that somewhere else. And that's a big miss for a lot of new business owners is they get overwhelmed with, oh, what are the skills I need to actually operate this vehicle that I purchased? Once you become a licensed driver, maybe we should have licensed business owners. And there are licenses you get as a business owner, but let's go on to that next level. What kind of driver are you? Are you timid? Are you reckless, uh, careless, cautious? Who do you want to be? And that's where we get to what we call standards. So we have systems, the vehicle, skills. Those are what we need to know to be able to operate the company. And then we have standards, which tend to be our personal values of like how we're going to approach it. And what we see is that skilled business drivers, they've got all the systems in place. They know how to operate those systems and they've got the right attitudes tend to drive with a lot of confidence and a lot of success. And the metaphor works because a good business should take you where you want to go, a better future. The way we put it is you should have a fun business. It's fun to run. Doesn't mean it won't be scary sometimes, maybe a little stressful. It is a business. It is life. But at the end, it feels satisfying and rewarding. And most of all, you know you're having a positive impact and delivering value for the people you serve. And we find that is common across all of our best owners and operators. So that would be the three core ideas that can help any entrepreneur grow. You said it's systems, skills, and standards. Is that correct? Yes. Awesome. Well, yeah. And I, I, I think, uh, I think some of our owners here would, you know, would agree with, with, with everything you're saying there is, you know, the fact that you, you have to, you have to kind of learn to crawl before you learn to run. It seems like, you know, you've got to kind of have those systems in place and then you got to kind of refine those skills, those legs that you're trying to get work. And then once they're kind of working, you know, you get your shoes and you're, you're now you're running, now you're going, you know, now you're, you're going full speed. So that's, that's, um, that's a really awesome, uh, awesome breakdown is the kind of, you know, 
you know, an evolution, if you will, from from you know, kind of crawling all the way to running, you know, your own business. Um, you know, Kat, tell us a little bit about kind of uh, the the mom side of, of of this whole deal. So, what do you expect from from a from a game truck owner perspective? You know, if you're if you're thinking about uh, you know, if you're a mom and you're trying to book a party, you know, what's the owner? You know, what kind of an owner are you looking for? Yeah, definitely. So, as a mom, you know. When I book a game track, one of the things that I'm constantly thinking about is I want someone to make my child feel special, to make this day just centered around them and help them create these lifelong memories with their friends and with their family. So a game coach who is involved, who is excited, um, who's reliable, who will show up and deliver to us, um, that is probably one of the biggest things um, for an owner. Um to just be responsive with us and to have that communication. Um, yeah, showing up and delivering and making this day all about my kid and just giving us those lifelong memories and community together. Yeah, 100%. So really what that comes down to, in my opinion, when you're looking at an owner of a game truck franchise is you want somebody who's trustworthy. You want yes. somebody who has character. You want somebody who has integrity who's fueled by excellence. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, like you said, shows up and delivers. And those just happen to be a couple of our core values that we're talking about here, uh, fueled by excellence, showing up and deliver, uh, Scott, um, kind of elaborate on that. You know, when, when, when we're looking for somebody to, to come and own a game truck franchise, what are some things you would look for? Well, I mean, part of the reason you articulate is Steve, you said is core values. Um, I think, it's, you know, integrity, you know, do you do what you say you're going to do? Do you keep your word? Um, trustworthiness means you're looking out for other people to the extent that you're making their priorities, your priorities, right? You're willing to elevate what's important to them and make it important to you up into the point where, you know, that may be detrimental to you, but trust also becomes, uh, like a lubricant, it makes it easier to do things together when people are trustworthy because you can just let it go because it takes a lot of faith for customers to hire a game truck. They often don't see us. There's no store for them to walk into. They don't get to say, okay, I'm going to walk in and grab that and leave with it. They are picking a date in the future and counting on us to show up. And so that is one of the reasons, uh, one of our highest values is show up and across our system, we have to do a lot of work to show up. And one of the things I want to talk about, I'll point out, in none of this did we talk about equipment. None no. of this did we talk about what video no. game consoles we use. Did we talk about the kind of pickup trucks we're driving? And so I want to draw attention back to the audience that when you walk in to evaluate a concept, your, your eyes are going to draw your attention to the thing you can see and touch. And in our business, it happens to be the game trailer. And people just become completely consumed to believe that's the business. That is not what people are buying from you, and nor are we renting it to you. What people want is exactly what Kat said, an outcome. They want their child to feel special. They want their child to feel loved. They want their child to care, you know, feel like, wow, people love me and know me and recognize me and they're never going to forget it. They're buying memories. They're buying a celebration. And so ultimately, when we're looking for owners, we articulate these values. And in some ways, you know, integrity, that's not unique. Everybody should have that. 
But what we identify is if you have these values, then you're also very likely to care about this mission that we're on, the story that we want to tell. The story that we want to help tell over and over and over again is that child that feels loved by their parents and friends, that they're not just hearing it, they're experiencing it through play, they're experiencing it because of the environment, they're experiencing it because of the way they're treated. I mean, we're bringing in these hometown heroes, professional gamers, people that are involved in the video game industry for a living, and they're adults, and they walk into an environment and they sit down and make playing games with and around your, your child and their friends their highest priority. Think of the impact that has on them. That's the business we're in is creating those experiences that live. I still will get emails from kids 15 years ago that never forgot their game truck party and the memories it created for them. And when I run into them and people are like, you fought a God, and they'll just open up about what an amazing experience it was for them. That was exactly what the parents wanted was that memory their child would never forget. And so we're looking for owners that see the mission and the easiest way for us to go, wow, is this an alignment for you is to look at the values going, do these resonate with you? Because values become behaviors. When we live our values, we act them out, right? Show up and deliver. Yeah, we show up. I have stories of guys that flattened tires on their trailers getting to a party and they're like, I got to buy some new rims. Did, did they want to do it? No, but they were not going to miss a 10 year old's birthday party. Um, we've had snowstorms. Like I, when I started this, I live in Arizona. I had no idea this would be a 12 month a year business. And sure enough, one of our first franchisees was in the Midwest. And they're like, yeah, we show up in snowstorms. Kids run out of the house and gloshes and, you know, and coats and they jump in the trailer and away they play. It, what matters is we're there. Mm -hmm. And that became really clear early on. And we've got owners that have missed less than that many parties in a decade. And they've done thousands of parties. It is uh, they have less than a handful of parties missed over thousands is an incredible, that's almost like the old AT&T five nines, like your phone can never go offline. Um, things go wrong for sure, but the commitment to be there. And I think that commitment manifests in building trust and, you know, acts with integrity and all those things that we're identifying, because they point in that direction. If you care about these mission, what we're trying to do, then these values are going to help you, you know, be aligned with that. But I think we're kind of like, you know, we're, we're like, if you get excited about doing the kind of things that we're doing, then this is the kind of industry you might be interested in. And that's the kind of thing that it might connect with you. But I do want to kind of pull back a little bit and get into um, giving you an outline yeah. of each of these, like I talked about systems and skills and standards, there's four pieces in each one. And I, I'm, my hope is over the few coming weeks, um, Steve, you're going to help me and, and Kat explore each of these boxes, the way I, the way we think of them. Um, and so uh, can we, can I dig into that? Yeah, is, is let's that right? go. Yeah, just, That's a great segue. Let's, uh, let's okay. get into systems first. These are the three core ideas that help any entrepreneur grow. Now, just so you know, after these, we are going to go into how to grow successfully after you start your own business. So stick around, make sure you're still with us here. But first okay. thing we're going to go into is systems. Tell us a little bit about that, Scott. Okay. So every company can have 
this is one way of organizing a business. And this is the way we have found works for us. You want four core areas. You got to have marketing. How do people find out about you? So when you're evaluating any concept, ours, any concept you're looking into, what, how do people find out about you? How do they know who you are? How do they reach you? That is probably one of the biggest things today is what are your systems for reaching out and attracting new customers, raising awareness and drawing people in. And we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that way too. Excellent experts in that area right now. Once you've attracted people, how do you get them to become a customer? That's sales. And a lot of people are scared about sales and you don't have to be scared of sales. And there's a lot of ways to think about how you can help people solve their problem. And I think most owners I talk to tend to think of themselves as problem solvers, not as salespeople. They're like, I can help you. And if you have that mentality, like, oh, I can absolutely help you solve that problem, then you probably have the right mindset to think about how to approach sales in a business like ours. Now, the operations part, that's where the truck and trailer comes in and how we operate things. But there's still, I'll tell you, one of the biggest things in a business like ours, going from one trailer to two to three to 10, as soon as you get that second trailer, well, any you or any coach might be able to do any task. Nobody can do every task. You can't drive two trucks at once. How do you do that? That's where the operation systems come into play. How do you scale it so you can do more? And the last piece of the puzzle is the box that only you care about. Your customers don't care what's in that box. And it tends to be your accounting box, your administrative box, the overhead. But it's important. And getting those numbers right and making sure that you have the right financials to manage your business is super important. So you've got marketing, sales, operations. I call it accounting, but it's sort of that bundle of everything else that you need to keep your business ticking over and running smoothly. So people get paid on time, bills get paid, you collect money, it all works smoothly. All of those pieces, every business has on some level or scale. And it could be, you know, pick a different one of like what people think of sales, the receptionist at your dentist office, she's actually in sales. Because if she doesn't get you on the calendar, they don't have clients, yeah. right? They don't make money if they don't get on the calendar. Who puts them on the calendar? The person at the front desk, that's a sales function. You probably didn't think of it that way. Those are the types of things when we look at a business, we want to go, how do we attract attention, convert people so they go, yeah, we can solve their problem, deliver what we promised, and then make sure that our needs as a business are met as well. The next layer up is when we get into skills. And shockingly, there's four boxes there. And the reason they're, I focus on them as skills, and these come out of Vern Harnish's book, uh, Scaling Up. And it's also widely used within the Entrepreneur's Organization Accelerator Program to help businesses grow and scale. And the four core skills are people, um, strategy, execution, and cash. Because they cut across all the systems. All of your systems are manned and operated by human beings. So you probably want some management and leadership skills. And that becomes really important. Um, strategy in this context for us is another variation about selling. How do you stand out in the marketplace? Like why you? Well, I think also but, the marketing perspective too. So like, you know, somebody like Kat, like tell us a little bit about like, uh, you know, how would you, how would you do a, you know, a strategy campaign, like for, a, for a marketing, um, campaign, like, like what are some things that go into that? Yes. Yeah, so for a strategy campaign, um, 
I am personally a big fan of videos, um, mm -hmm. different types of videos, especially through things with Instagram reels and TikTok because you're targeting uh, our demo our demographics. Mm -hmm. Um, because at Game Truck, we like to speak to mom and market towards moms. So we mm -hmm. find that statistically women use both of those platforms more than men. Um, and it's really great to engage with people in a community online aspect through both of those platforms. Yeah. And my perspective on that is, you know, like, um, I like to, I like to, to go where people are paying attention. Yes. Uh, it's something I've always, I've always really believed on is, is, you know, I want to go where people are paying attention. There's a reason why a Super Bowl ad costs a million dollars to run or 2 million or 5 million. It's because people are actually watching the commercials during the Super Bowl. So it's, you know, it's, it's going where people are paying attention and making sure that you're telling the story and furthering the brand to Scott, what Scott was saying in terms of a strategy. So having a, a really sound story strategy, but you know, game truck is a story. It's, it's not just the equipment. It's, it's it's the story of somebody's party. It's the story of of the VIP. It's the story of whatever team building event that we might be doing at a corporate uh, company. Uh, you know, it's 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 always based on story, and it's always based on us being the guide and the the hero being the mom or the dad or the boss who wants to bring their team together. So it's always about trying to tell that story, right, Scott? So I think you know, just kind of kicking it back to you. I think from a marketing perspective, marketing and sales work together, right? So. Well, they absolutely have to. Yeah, um, and it's funny to me because it's sometimes people sales and marketing and I have it in the other direction. That you've got to <laughs> get people's times. attention first. Yeah. Um, but, you know, strategy is an interesting word because it's a feast word. It, people love to talk about strategy. Sure. Um, but it's not very good unless you can marry it with execution. Hmm. And so I think of it this way. Um, when you talk about the story you're telling, we're making a promise, right? Execution is about delivering on that promise. Can you see how builds trust and integrity come in here? Um, mm -hmm. We use this language all the time. A game truck, game truck as a brand isn't a logo and a bunch of colors and some fonts. It's a promise, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to have a great party and we're going to show up and deliver that great party. And they're going to have a memory that's going to last their lifetime. That's going to be positive. That's our hope. That's what we're aiming for. That's what we're trying to deliver. We're going to be there and it's going to be great. So the promise we want to make, you know, tell that story in a way that resonates with you. So you're like, yes, but we have to deliver it. And that's where the execution phase comes in and all the departments have to execute. It's yes. not great. If marketing is handing a bunch of leads to a sales team that can't close them. Sales has to be able to close them. Sales is over their hosed. If, they're promising all these things, putting events on the calendars, and then we don't show up. That's terrible. And then cash, the big one. Um, it <laughs> is, biggie. you can't run out of cash. Like that, businesses, you know, they should drive cash. They should grow cash. And it sounds silly because we talk about accounting, but it's really up to, it's a skill to keep an eye on cash. And I can speak from personal experience. You can grow broke, which is a weird thing to go through where you have almost explosive growth and you're running out of money and you're like, how did this happen? You can land a business that is, uh, could get you upside down. You're like, how did that happen? This should be so profitable. It's a set of skills to make sure that you're always staying on the right side of cash flow. So we look at people, how we think about connecting with our market, not just the mechanics of it, but the, the thought process and the promise that we're making. 
what are we doing to make sure we can execute on that promise? And then are we making sure that there's plenty of fuel in the tank, right? The system is the car, cash is your fuel, got to have it in there. You know, strategy is we know Drives where it. we're going. We have a yeah. plan to get there. People is all about taking, like, hey, do you guys like, right? Have you ever, oh, Steve and Kat, you haven't gotten there yet. And you, I'm excited for you when you get to <laughs> drive with your teenage driver. Oh, I can't wait. Jeez. Oh, the white knuckle <laughs> driver is probably right. one of the most stressful experiences for everybody. Going 16, yeah. So we talk about, you know, people mm -hmm. skills. That's part of this is a good driver. Everybody in the car is comfortable with them, right? They're all True. confident. They're all going to get where they're going. And if you're the owner, you're the founder, you're the driver, and you want everybody in your car to be comfortable and confident. And uh, we're all going to get there. In one piece, it's going to be a great ride. It's going to work. And that gets us to the next layer. And it's something you touched on, Kat, is there's four standards or attitudes we see in successful business owners, especially ours. Are they engaged? Mm -hmm. Are they responsive? Do they care about excellence? And are they efficient? Engaged, responsive, excellent, and efficient. And... You know, don't, you don't just snap your fingers and you're done. You're like those you develop over a period of a, a lot of time, but it becomes something that becomes that persona of, oh yeah, they know what's going on. They're involved. Like you said that, Kat, like who you look for, somebody that gives yes. you confidence. If somebody ignores yes. you and doesn't get back to you, what message does that send to you? They don't care. They don't care. Yeah. Bottom line, they, they could care less. Right. Which... If they well, cancel on you the same way, you. right? Right. What's that? Yeah. So they're no, obviously we... not taking the the needs that you have for your child, for your VIP, or for your say you're even your coworkers. If you're planning a team building event or something like that, they're they're not taking your story seriously. They're not taking what your you know your personal story seriously, and that's that's a that's a big no no. I agree. And it'll spread through the whole company because it won't only be customers that'll sense it, employees will sense it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's really hard to have somebody care as much about your business if you don't care about them. And those become these cycles. So, you know, you can't do all of it at once. You can't be like, okay, I've got it all. I'm an expert. It becomes a process of learning and growing. But when we look at this model that we want to dig into, there's four core systems every business needs and whatever concept you're evaluating, you want make your own little scorecard. You know, maybe we'll pull one together and put it out and share it with you of like, tell me about your marketing systems and how they work. Tell me about your sales systems. Tell me about how operations works. Tells me, tell me about your accounting and administrative systems. Those are important. Then you look at how are you going to help me develop as a professional and in a professional, I need skills as a business owner. I want to develop skills. How do I manage people? How do I think about the strategy of my business and its position in the marketplace relative to competition and everything else that people could be doing? How do I make sure I execute well? And man, teach me how to keep an eye on cash because we're doing this to make money and have a better life. Mm -hmm. Then we get into now it's sort of the, I don't know, it's almost to say spiritual sounds wrong in a business context, but there's a, there's a better way of owning a business. There's a better way of operating and there's a sure. better way of 
behaving. So maybe it's almost ethics, like right? Ethics. Like an ethics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. And, but it is a utility to it because if you commit to being engaged and responsive and excellent and efficient, it ripples through your entire organization and it makes everybody around you have that confidence. Going, wow. That is a confident, competent driver. And where it will take you is that better future you want to have. It gives you the best possibility. There's no guarantees in life. But what we've seen over and over again is the people that commit to those skills and standards seem to produce long-term success. They certainly seem to be ahead of their peers. And we're blessed because we've got a number of people in our system that exercise those values and those attitudes over time. And they built some impressive businesses. And ultimately, you know, it's risky getting into business. What can you do to mitigate your risk? Know what the systems are, understand the skills you have to have, and get the right standards and start developing each of those. And it gives you a pretty good chance of coming out with a better business. 100%. And so every week moving forward, or every month, not every week, that would be a lot. Uh, every month moving forward, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to tackle... Uh, each of the four components of each of these three core ideas. So uh, next month, we're going to talk about kind of marketing systems uh, in September. Marketing uh, 101, baby. Exactly. Woo-hoo. And I think one of the times we're going to do sales, we're going to do ops. I mean, we're just going to go every single month. We're going to tackle each system. We're going to tackle each skill. We're going to tackle each standard. And so for the next year, we're going to kind of be going through every one of these uh, three core ideas and really kind of refining as to how you can kind of replicate these uh, either as obviously a, a game truck owner or as a, uh, as a, as an owner of your own business, because they're really relevant for any business, right, Scott? Absolutely. Um, you know, and it's a, someone go, why give it, why would you just give that away? And it's like, part of it is give it honestly, you have to build what we built. You'd have to know what we know. <laughs> um, and that's a non-trivial problem to solve. Um, but my feeling is that when people know better, they can choose better in the information we're sharing. Ultimately, you want to get the business that's right for you. Yes. That's what's most important. When you have the yeah. business that's right for you, you're going to make that successful. And, you know, by giving you useful information, you'll be able to make and evaluate better decisions and find that right fit. And I mean, heck, that's what we call on our side is a mutual evaluation program. We want to make sure it's a fit for you and a fit for us. And it should be mutual. And so giving great information we found has been the best way of finding those great fits. So that's part of our commitment. Yeah. And if if you want to uh, find a little more information about what it would take to be a franchise owner at Game Truck, you just go to franchising.gametruck.com. I'll say that one more time. That's franchising.com dot game truck.com and um there's some f- there's a there's an owner application form out on there uh just a form to kind of getting to know you type form uh go ahead and, and fill that out and uh, one of our representatives would be happy to chat with you a little bit about your interest and you know again just kind of getting to know each other a little bit so if that's something you're interested in again head on over to franchising.gametruck.com all right so let's let's uh let's close this out with uh with the little segment that I talked about in the beginning, which was how to grow uh, successfully after you start your business. So Scott, uh, what are some tips that you can give somebody to grow successfully after they start their business? You know, that is, uh, it's a great question. And I've been thinking about that and it really depends where you're starting from. Um, 
I'm going to start with franchising and then I'll pick um, if you started an original concept. And in franchising, part of the reason people do that is there is an accelerant because you're getting a proven system. And, you know, the most important thing is to begin to master that system. And it is really, it, it's that marketing, right? It's getting out and getting people to, and, and it's not branding. I would be really clear about that. It's not like the big Budweiser signs. It is getting out, engaging with your customers. It's really putting yourself out there. There's a saying that all marketing is local. So as a business owner, one of the first things you want to do is make sure everybody you know knows what you do. Everybody. Don't be shy about it. You want to get out there and make sure that everybody knows who you are, what you can do, and how you can help them. And that you know a great system should give you tools and support for you to be able to go do that. Um, literally, one of our tips from our business, our owners, when they get their trails, one of the first things they do is get out and drive. Yeah. They just be seen. Um, you know, I do a local ice cream shop after a little league game. So absolutely, feels be around schools when school lets out. There's just you want to be, you know, don't don't be shy about it, right? You've made this big investment. Share and be excited about it. For original concepts, it's a little different. And where I'm going with that is, um, you got to be patient. I don't know anybody that didn't that started an original concept. A very, very few people had had it just take off overnight. Um, usually, there's a lot of lifting. Like there was a years between the very first game truck party and when we started building the second trailer, and then we needed four of them right away. And it was like, holy cow! It just and then six months later we were franchising, but it was a slog, and it was like, wow, why is this so hard? And it's penetrating consciousness takes time getting awareness takes time and that persistence what i've seen are people that boy when they turn the corner it can take off quick um but you've got to be just committed and patient and just keep telling people over and over again here's who i am here's what i do here's who i am here's what i do you know a brand like game truck or a lot of franchise concepts has the advantage that people can go online and find thousands of five stars reviews there's just years thousands and thousands yeah two decades of validation of like oh yeah this is a great thing and people do when you're new and nobody knows you it's you mm-hmm. so that commitment to getting out there and just like one at a time just keep building your reputation one at a time i've seen it pay mm-hmm. off over and over and over again i am not an expert in these high capital raise we're going to have a million customers tomorrow kind of businesses. Um, those are to me are unicorns. I'm talking about with your resources um, and some of the people I've coached have done some amazing things. Uh, a dental hygienist who said, you know, there's a gap. People need this help. And she built a business just helping people one at a time until, you know, right now. I mean, she's got a really impressive business that took years to build. And, mm-hmm. That's what I've seen is the owners that I run into over and over again had an idea, had a concept. They saw the world a little differently than anybody else, but their key to growth was not giving up. Um, they didn't bury themselves in a lot of debt. They didn't think they were going to you know, sell out tomorrow. They were just focused on solving a problem for that next person in front of them and kept the chain moving. They just kept adding to the flywheel. They just put a little more momentum, a little more momentum. And then one day they looked up like, wow, this thing's moving. And, you know, Franchising should give you a little bit of a boost. You should be able to get up and get going quickly, regardless of the con. Like, why you do? It's a shortcut, 
right? Somebody else has figured all this out. You're trying to yeah. come in and stand on the shoulders of other people and say, I can help grow this too. And mm -hmm. it's a lift. Um, but either way, it's that don't be shy about letting people know what you do. Like that's probably the most important thing is who you are and why you're doing what you do and why you believe in it is so important. And making sure anybody will listen to you, share that story. Everywhere. I love it. Well, we're just about out of time for today. I just want to thank Scott Novish for being on here, the show today. Kat, you as well. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, and I, I implore everybody who's listening, please join us next week. We're going to talk our next week. Jeez, I keep going back to the weeks. Join us next month uh, in September. Uh, please join us. And, uh, geez, you know, Scott, I just want more work for myself. You know, Scott, I just I, I just am a glutton for punishment. I just want to continually create work. You just love to tell stories. I want to do this every you single week, 52 shows. Let's just go. to tell stories. You know, geez. Yeah. So yeah, next month, we're going to be talking about marketing. Please join us next month. We'd love to uh, to go through some concepts with you. And uh, if you have any any comments or any, any things that you'd like to talk about with us, please uh, leave them in the comments on whatever, uh, wherever you're listening or seeing this right now. And uh, we will be very, very active in responding to those types of inquiries and whatnot. For Scott and Kat, I'm Steve. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you on down the line.